Hey everyone, you tuned in to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing, brought to you by Omega Title, Movement Mortgage, and MVP Realty. Come on, let's go. Welcome everyone once again to the Lead Generation Lab podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. I am Anthony Bermudez, your host, and here I am in 2019 with the one and only Derek Carlson. It is so good to be back, Anthony. Man, it's so good to see you back, man. Just energized, ready to go. Oh, and Ready to rock and roll, buddy. And I know that one of the topics that you wanted to talk about today, uh, you have many things to talk about, but today was talking about how to host a mega open house, not, not a regular open house, yeah. a mega open house. What's that all about? Absolutely. I mean, you and I talk about this many times, but agents, here's the deal. I know that you have a real estate agent's uh, license. I know that you know, you're proud to be a realtor, and that's fantastic. But at the end of the day, if you don't have leads that you're working with, you don't have um, buyers or sellers that you're communicating with, mm. technically you're unemployed. Technically, you're going to find yourself out of business. So the goal that I always go over is how to increase your revenue by increasing the amount of leads that you have, the buyers and sellers and so forth. And one of the things that that I want to talk about today is the mega open house, not a standard open house, not just, you know, basically unlocking the door and going in there and and, uh, trying to hope, basically pray for buyers to walk on in, but to actually turn it into an asset, to turn it into a machine that could you know, basically take an average Sunday and, and you know, literally launch you um, in your, your business for the entire year because it was so successful. And we've seen agents do that. I had a rookie agent, as an example, that hosted a mega open house, rookie, and uh, it was in a $4 million property. Okay. Guy walks in, buys the property. Wow. This agent walked away with about 150 <laughs> grand in commission Jeez. as a rookie, right? But it was all, he that into that agent's credit, there was a strategy behind it, and we're going to go over that stuff today. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, first of all, none of this is rocket science. And, and again, uh, for the veteran agents out there, they know this to be true. There are two ways that most agents hold open houses. Are you ready to hear those two ways, Anthony? Of course, right. of course. Number one, the first type of agent. They hope and pray to the real estate gods <laughs> that someone shows up at their open house. Uh, they're passive. Okay. And what do I mean by that? And I got to tell you from my rookie year, I was a passive open house agent. I would get my Sunday newspaper. I'd go, uh, the most strategic thing that I did for that vacant property was to bring a lawn chair, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. there was no furniture in it. It's library so, so, so literally I would sit there all day. I would put one sign out <laughs> and just hope that some, in some miraculous way that somebody happened to be driving by between one yeah. and four on a Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I would sit at four o'clock frustrated that nobody showed up. And we would do this week after week after week until I realized it wasn't the open house's fault. It was my fault because I was passive. So with these mega open houses, what I love about the second type of agent, and, and we teach this to our MVP Realty agents, is to to host these mega open houses, to not be passive, to be active, to go grab these buyers through online marketing and other resources and to convince them that they have to stop by. Mm -hmm. Like almost turning your open house into a concert by Aerosmith, right? Right. And there's all strategy behind that. Now, real estate has always been a competitive game and the agent with the best strategy is the one who's going to close the best deals. That's a fact. 
So one of the techniques that some of the best agents in the country has used is with these mega open houses. Uh, I want you to think of it as like a broker open house, but on, on Jose Canseco steroids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Now, a couple of things I want to get into before we, we talk about uh, what you should be doing for the mega open houses is, is some facts. And, uh, you know, I always say it, facts and stats, right? 66%, 66% of home buyers are going with the realtor that they meet in person. Oh. So you've got 66% of buyers today in the marketplace going with the first realtor they meet in person, not the first realtor that follows up with them on a lead source or that calls them. It's 66%. So roughly 7 out of 10 go with the first realtor they meet in person and they connect with in person. So you know I love internet marketing, but here's the deal. Your conversion rate goes through the roof if you can get in front of that person live where you can see them. Right. You can, they can see your mannerisms. They can see your passion. They can see that they, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's why these open houses are so effective because once you get them in person, you have a higher likelihood right. that you might be the first realtor that they met and seven out of ten times they're going to work with you. Now, some other stats. 72% of home sellers, home sellers, not buyers, go with the first realtor they meet in person. So you get these neighbors coming through, right? And they're like, oh, I didn't, I, I, I don't do open houses because only nosy neighbors come through. Well, guess what? Those nosy neighbors might be coming through as a listed opportunity. Right. Right? Think about that. 72%. So, and again, if you look at that stat as an open house, yes, you want the nosy neighbors coming in. Right. You're seeing them and your stats go through the roof. A couple other things. 80% of the people right now coming through open houses are unrepresented. Cha-ching. Wow. So- Anthony, think about that for a minute. Eight out of every 10 buyers that go through an open house, according to stats and facts, are unrepresented. Wow. So now, as long as you uh, can speak fluently the, the love of real estate, your passion for real estate, you present yourself well, and you can share with them the features of the homes, and let's face it, they like you, you're normal, right? You're a normal person. Right. They're probably going to end up using you, right? So in the old days... Let's face it, when the internet was just beginning, yeah. you could throw together a successful open house with a few signs, maybe an ad or two, and you were golden. Okay, Then the internet came into its own, and consumers were given more control to information. Like literally, you can go to Zillow and read everything you need to know about the property. Property taxes, how much they cost, school systems, et cetera, et cetera. You didn't really need to, to go into a brick-and-mortar office and so right. forth, so things have changed. Now, because of so much online competition, the open house has now been dusted off, muscled up, and given a new lease on life. So here, in today's training, we're going to introduce you to the mega open house. It's a proven technique that works best with your best properties that you're willing to invest a little more time and a little bit more money on. Your goal of an open house is to, of course, sell the home, but an added benefit of the mega open house is to is the share number of connections you will make because you're also making valuable connections with the people in the neighborhood and any potential buyer, 80% unrepresented, that may come to your open house. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. We had an agent recently that did a mega open house. He had 130 people 
130? Come, come through that open house in a four-hour period oh, wow. on a Sunday. Jeez. Now, what's 80% of 130? Answer, a lot. Okay? <laughs> I was going to give it to you. So, so the reality of it is, <laughs> is when you start seeing the difference between me sitting there many, many years ago when I was a rookie on a lawn chair in a vacant property with a newspaper and nobody showing up, right. and then you hear of uh, an agent hosting an open house, a mega open house, that gets 130 potential leads, you got to take notice, right? So, But that was all done by strategy, okay? Now, the key is to make your open house an experience for every person who walks through the door. It's got to be an experience. As I mentioned earlier, think Aerosmith. Think a concert in some ways. Um, some other stats I want to share with you before we get uh, really into this and some strategies. 44% of all buyers use an open house as their source in their home search and in the process of searching for a home. Okay. Buyers with a median income between 175 and 199 were more likely to find their home through an open house compared to other income brackets. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Repeat buyers are more likely to find their home from an open house than first-time buyers, and repeat buyers use open houses more frequently, makes which makes sense because yeah. you're in a neighborhood. They already right. live there, and they're coming on through. So how to host your mega open house? I believe that it takes preparation, right? I believe that it takes the right listing because let's face it. I'll give you an example. What do I mean by the right listing? Um, some neighborhoods in Florida do not allow open house signs. You need to go through a guard gate of some capacity. Let's face it. It's a problem to get into that neighborhood. Yeah. And then you can't have balloons. You can't really host a mega open house. Here's the deal. Find another property. Find another property that doesn't have these hurdles that you have to go over that's in a prime location where you can have multiple signs out there directing traffic to the spot with balloons and so forth. Now, one of the benefits of MVP Realty is that our agents, our, our listing agents, and we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of listings and properties for sale as a company. One of the things that we promote within the company is that camaraderie where our listing agents, it's very common on a weekly basis, they allow other MVP realty agents right. to host their open houses for them. And guess what? When those agents host that open house, they get the leads. Right. So it's a huge opportunity for a new agent or an agent that doesn't necessarily have marketing dollars or right. big marketing dollars to buy leads or do some of the things that we teach on a regular basis. Right, because that's what I was going to ask you about was, let's just say a new agent that the slims are, uh, the pickings are slim, right? Mm -hmm. And they're trying to get their foot in the door, but they don't have option to pick up a good listing or a bad listing per se. Like when you're saying that. I'm saying, well, what about the new agent that comes in and is very limited with the options they yeah. have? They've got hundreds of listings at their disposal. Right. So one of the things that I've taught agents is, listen, go into the MLS, use our broker code, pull up all of our listings for your area, and cherry pick the neighborhood <laughs> yeah. that's going to give you the most traffic. Right. Right. Uh, maybe maybe you want to do one with a furnished property or a vacant property or something that's on the water. Or, but here's the deal. Choosing the right location is critical to the success of the open house. Now, so here's what I would do if I were you if, and you wanted to host an open house after you found the correct property that's going to give you the most chance or opportunity. About six days out from the open house, so you've got to start the process. Okay. First thing that you need to do is you've got to go to Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, 
and the MLS itself that for that property. And you've got to make sure that you tag it as having an open house this Sunday from one to four or whenever you're going to host it. Okay. Because that information gets cascaded out to all those other platforms, Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com. And now your, your property is going to be listed with a little icon that says open house this Sunday from one to four. Okay. Consumer sees that they're going to the property. Now, if it's not your listing and you're hosting the open house for another realtor that, that actually has the listing, just ask them to do it. Ask them to log into their MLS, tell them the open house date. And obviously you've already worked with them um, on this and just see if they can uh, update the MLS listing itself by adding that open house information. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So six days out this. Now remember, this isn't a standard open house. It's a mega open house on six days before the open house. I want you to go out and put a six foot tall banner, brightly colored banner that says open house this Sunday, one to four. You can have that made for about 50 bucks. Okay. And what you're doing. And again, you got to make sure it works with the HOA uh, association that you're allowed to do this. That's why finding the right property is critical. But what you're doing is you're building up the hype, right? It's like a coming soon sign. Yeah. This Sunday, one to four with that, everybody in the neighborhood, everybody in the neighborhood is going to see for the next six days on the door. I want you to put a little note that says, uh, uh, or, uh, something that just in a little protective sheet of, of some sort that just says, do not disturb. So they're not disturbing the homeowner during the okay. six days leading up to that open house. What else are you doing six days out? You got to research the property. If you're going to host an open house, there's nothing more frustrating from a buyer that's visiting that open house or even a seller that's stopping by that lives in the neighborhood than you not knowing a damn thing about the property. Now, what do I mean by that? You've got to do your research. You know, um, what are the dog rules and regulations or the pet rules and regulations? If somebody asks you that question, you should know that. What's the average price per square foot for that house? What's the selling features? If you don't know, find out. If you're hosting it for another realtor, ask them. What's the number one selling features of this neighborhood? Um, you should know everything on the, about days on the market, the year the property was built, the square footage, um, obviously the price, uh, HOA fees, the monthly mm -hmm. HOA fees. You've got to do some research. Yeah. If you're going to open that, that's your asset. That's your property that you're going to put on display. You should know everything about the property. In fact, take it a step further. Research the neighborhood and surrounding areas. You should know the average days on the market for, let's say, a neighborhood called Saturnia Lakes. You should know the HOA rules and regulations, the fee, how many active listings that's currently available in there, pendant sales, closed sales. And here's what I used to do. I used to bring a list of all the current neighborhood inventory. And when somebody would stop by the open house, right. I'd play a little game called show and tell. Right. And, and once I realized they were not interested in this property, I would talk about the neighborhood and I would say, are you interested in the neighborhood at all? And they would usually say yes. And at that point, I would show them the list. And one of the ways that I would get them to fill out the registration form is I would say to them, listen, at four o'clock when the open house is over, this is my only copy. I'm going to email you. Right. A copy of the list. What's your name, phone number, and email address? Right. I remember that trick. Yeah. And and, and it worked like a charm yeah. because that was gold. You were showing them the list, which again, saves them time yep. 
from trying to figure it out on their own. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I remember you teaching me that trick real quick. It was uh, two packets used to have. Yep. One for the community yep. as far as other similar models and then another one for the same price range. Yeah. So And it was like at the end, whatever list, you put the information that you send in the email. So yeah. things like that, yeah. And, and, and here's the deal. Remember, 80% of all the buyers right. are unrepresented. Unbelievable. So you're actually providing value mm-hmm. right off the bat. Right. Right? So that that's what I would do six days out. Now, five days out, five days out from the open house, again, um, I want you to run your first open house ad. Now, where do I want you to run it? I want you to run it on two locations for free. I want you to run your first open house ad on Craigslist. Okay, it's free. It's also the marketplace for buyers and consumers to search for properties for sale. Right in the subject line, I want you to put open house this Sunday, one to four. Here's why. Most people will circle it, they'll put it down in their books and they'll say, okay, we're going to go look at that property rather than even though they know they could see it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Most won't right. schedule an appointment uh, I see what you're saying. Right, right, because right. they don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to really work with you yet. They don't want to talk yeah. to you, but they'll be more than happy to show up to that property that you happen to be at. Unrepresented. At time, unrepresented. I also want you to do this for Facebook marketplace. Same deal. About five days out, run your first ad on Facebook marketplace, mm-hmm. which is basically the same as Craigslist. Right. Okay. Four days out, four days out. I want you to send out a minimum, a minimum of 500 open house flyers. If the property is in your farm neighborhood. Okay. Okay. That basically is a jumbo postcard that you're mailing to the farm. That's now that's only if it's your farm neighborhood. If they're being mailed out, it's going to take about three days to get to the property. So if you mail them out five days or four days in advance, you'll be sure that they get that on Friday or Saturday uh, before the Sunday open house. Uh, If they're being dropped off, it's better to go out two to three days in advance if you're not mailing them. Uh, Inviting the neighbors is a great reason to go door knocking. Yeah. Here's why that works effectively. Imagine this. You knock on someone's door and you tell them that, hey, this weekend... um, we're hosting an open house at 123 Main Street. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, even if they don't go, they assume that if they were to ever list their property with you, they're going to get that same high right. level of service. Right. So you're already painting a picture yep. right off the bat of some of the things that you do different than other realtors to turn up business for a property for sale. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I totally get it. Now, the other thing that I would do, Create a, a short 60-second video inviting people to your open house, and I want you to email that to your database. What is your database, a.k.a. your sphere of influence, people that you've already worked with, your database, right? Here's why that's effective. Again, again, you're sending it. Will somebody from your database come to the open house? Probably not. But remember, this is about generating leads. No business means you're out of business. So what I want you to do with that video is to send it to your database. Nobody's probably going to come. So why would you do it? Again, you're painting the picture that when they go to sell their house, this is the type of things that you do different than other realtors. You don't just unlock the door, pray for somebody to show up. You club people over the head and drag them to the open house. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Now, four days out, so you sent out the brochures. Four days out, I also want you to run a Facebook pay-per-click campaign. A paid campaign, pay-per-click campaign on Facebook. 
Okay, so why do I want you to do that? Well, using Listens to Leads, which is the platform that we give our agents for free at MVP Realty, it's a, it's a machine when it comes to generating leads. Using your Listens to Leads platform, you can create a one-page lead capture page for a mega open house this Sunday. In fact, it has a countdown to the date of the wow. open house. Okay. So then what you do is you take that lead capture page that you created in about two minutes on the L2L Listens to Leads platform. You take it and you run this Facebook pay-per-click campaign. Yeah. Here's what I love about it. You put in the address of the property you're hosting the open house, and then you put a four-mile radius around that property. Now, everybody that's on Facebook within a four-mile radius is now being invited to your open house. Heck of a lot cheaper. That ad that I just explained might be 40 bucks for the whole week. Might be. You know how many houses you're going to hit in a four-mile radius? Now, why a four-mile radius? Studies have shown that when most people make a lateral move, they stay in the same neighborhood. They might downsize their house by 20%. They might upsize their house by 20%. But in a high majority of them, mm-hmm. stay in the same neighborhood. Why? Same school system, same hospitals they're used to, same restaurants they frequent. I mean, let's face it. As an example, I've lived in North Naples since the day I moved to Naples right. many, many, many years ago. I like North Naples, right? So by targeting within a four or five mile radius, you have people that currently have their prop house on the market that are going to show up. You have people that are just curious. Your ad is going to be relentlessly running to them on Facebook every single day right. for four to five days leading up to the open house. Thousands of people, targeted people for $40. You couldn't send out a couple hundred postcards for that type of money. Right. But now you're touching thousands of people that live in the area. Um, so that's one thing I would do. I would also, again, on the fourth day, run a Craigslist ad in a Facebook marketplace open house mm-hmm. on the fourth day. Now, what else? Three days beforehand. I'm going to make it simple. We're going to run the same Craigslist ad and Facebook ad again, three days out. I want to make sure that you're still running that Facebook pay-per-click ad. So the one that we just talked about, you're, you're running that every single day. Okay leading up to the open house. Okay. You're not just running it for one day. Every single day, four to five days out, you're running that ad and targeting it. Now, on the third day, though, I want you to go bonkers. I want you to go to the property, and I want you to do a social media blitz. What does that mean? We're going to get hardcore here. We're going to wow. do a Facebook live video. Oh. Okay. We're going to go Snapchat live. We're going to go Instagram live. We're going to go Snapchat post. We're going to go Instagram post. We're going to do Twitter periscope. We're going to post on Twitter. We're going to post open house ads on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram. We're going to go absolutely nuts. And again, why are you doing it? You're doing this because I want every person that follows you to think one thing. Oh my, (laughs) when I list my property with this person, they go bonkers to try to drive traffic to sell my home for the highest price possible with the least amount of hassle and the shortest amount of time. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it just sounds real quick that when it comes to the listing, when you're doing an open house, not only are you doing it for the owner that you're representing, it's it's a residual compounding effect you want to have on the neighbor, on people and, and social media, because you want to show that you not you could be the expert for any property or for anybody that's wanting to sell their house. This is how I'm going to do it. Relentlessly. Relentlessly. Remember, what makes us money in this industry is how many leads you can get by more leads you can get, you can get them on social media you can get them on, you know, online marketing, mm. offline marketing. But when you do this blitz, people pay attention. Jeez. People pay attention. Jeez. Two days out, two days out now. So the open house is this Sunday. So I'm assuming this would be on Friday, right? Friday, yep. So I want you to go door knocking in the, uh, the area to invite the neighbors, have necessary items to drop off at the client's house as well. Uh, sign in sheet, business cards, color flyers, water bottles with your branded on them. If that's what you want to do, Maybe a financing sheet from your preferred lender. A checklist for seller reminding them to put away valuables, etc. Um, some sort of form telling them that you know what's going to be done in preparation for the open house, and then obviously leave your your sellers a thank you note. But you want to make sure that you just you prepare for the open house. Yeah. Don't just show up at noontime right. or one o'clock on on Sunday expecting results. That's not how this is done. If you want to win, now on Craigslist, I want you to up it to two ads a day. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. Facebook marketing, two ads on the same property a day. Same social media blitz. We're coming at you again. Wow. Okay? Wow. Uh, Post Facebook Live, Periscope, Snapchat, Instagram Live, Twitter. Uh, Post open house ads using your listening leads landing page on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram. I want you to send out another short video to your database, 60 seconds, telling them about the open house again, a brand new video. Okay, relentless. Mm. Now, one day out, the day before the big event, the day before the mega open house. Okay, now, if it's a hot property, hold a buy invitation only open house from 6 to 8 p.m. the evening before the main open house. Okay. Now, invite the neighbors from a, a, a three to four block radius. You know that you will have a very large turnout the next day, so it's very effective to deal with the neighbors first. Invite them to like a preview or a VIP. If your open house that you've been advertising all week mm-hmm. starts at one, right. maybe you have an 11.45 to 12.45 neighborhood VIP where you went, you know, obviously door knocking or whatnot to let them know about the early entry for them. Yeah. That way you can focus on the people that are living in the neighborhood and then you can focus on the general public after one o'clock. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, Craigslist, I want you to post two ads a day again. Still, okay. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. Facebook Marketplace, same deal. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. And I want you to, again, the day before the open house, go on that social media blitz. Pace, uh, post live again on vi- uh, Facebook video. Uh, Snapchat, go live on Instagram, Periscope, Twitter. Uh, post open house ads on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and Instagram. You Using your listens to leads, lead capture page. Now, the main event, the day of the open house. 6 a.m. <laughs> Notice wow. I didn't say noon. Yeah, no. <laughs> 6 a.m. I oh. want you to set up a dozen or more open house signs, strategically placed, directional signs, pointing to your open house with a little balloon on it. Do you know why 6 a.m.? Uh, the breakfast crowd. Oh, okay. Got it. If you don't put those signs out until noon, you're only capturing the traffic right. from 12 to 1. Right. Imagine setting them out in the morning, that Sunday morning church or breakfast crowd, yeah. telling them one to four today, directional, directional, directional. 
you're going to get a bigger crowd. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Also, have additional flyers dropped off at any local coffee shops and restaurants in the area. People like to read while they're waiting for their food. Yeah. Might get some clients that way. Welcome every visitor personally and focus on making connections. Remember, you're trying to make a connection. Now, again, if the home is in your farm, consider and have a small gift of some capacity for your clients who may stop by. For example, a small book of personalized thanks for the referral gift is always something you might want to do if it's an, uh, an area that you farm regularly. Uh, remember to send them a thank you card after they visit the open house. The letter that you send them or the little thank you email could read something like this. It was great seeing you at the open house today. I just wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you and tell you how much I appreciate your referrals and continued support. Yeah. Go the extra mile. It's a business that you're running. This isn't a hobby where you're just hanging out somewhere for four hours. Utilize that time. Yeah. Um, signs. Now, I'm going to say something bonkers. I told you at uh, 6 a.m. to set up about 12 open house signs yeah. for the breakfast bunch. I want a total of about 20 open house signs. Ooh, wow. 20. Wow. And again, I want you to stay within regulation of the county. <laughs> but again, we want to have an open house, a mega open house as well. Serve great food. Have music playing in the background to attract people, right? Uh, give a people give give the consumer a reason to stay, make them feel at home. If the big game's on Sunday afternoon, the New England Patriots are destroying the Miami Dolphins up by forty five. Put that on the TV. Yeah, it's a conversation piece, right? Have tablets available at the entrance so you can greet and register your clients right away when they come in, uh, or the leads, I should say, when they come in. Now, here's the thing: the money is in the follow up. As I mentioned, agent had 130 people come through. 130 people that you don't follow up with, it was a waste of your Sunday. Yeah. You should have been, you would have been better off yep. going to the beach, having a cocktail. You like cocktails, Anthony? Uh, once in a while. All right. Yeah, going to the beach, <laughs> having cocktails, right? You would have been better off doing that if you have no intentions yeah, of following up. Sense, yeah. So the day after, it's Money Making Monday. I want you to take all those leads that you got, all 130 of them, because you crushed it yesterday. Add those leads to your database. Be sure to tag them with the date and home where you met them. Mm. Send, send the warm leads a thank you note along with business cards if you got their address or you know email. Um, know that you have added everyone to your database. You must treat them with the same care and follow-up that you would any client, any lead that you bought, any lead that you generated. This is where I think agents drop the ball. Remember, 80% are unrepresented. Why wouldn't you want to follow up relentlessly the next day? Yeah. Just to say hello, but right. get them in your database, right? right? Now, there's some things that I want to share with you, some scripts, some ideas um, that are going to help you with your, your mega open house. Um, some little things that we worked on here at the company. Uh, so what do you say when somebody knocks on the door and they want to come on in? Well, first of all, this is what I would do. Welcome. Please come in. I'm Derek Carlson with MVP Realty. What's your name? Nice to meet you, Samantha. Do you live in the neighborhood or, or are you just out looking at houses today? The sellers have asked everyone to sign in for protection purposes. Would you please sign in mm -hmm. and register? Come in and then after they do, you have them immediately come in and look around. Right. Always blame it on the seller or blame it on the owner of the property. Now, if they're out just looking at open houses, you want to you pro probe them. You want to ask them things like, how long have you been looking for an open house? How are you searching for properties now? This helps you know you judge their level of desire and see how long they've been in the process. Have you seen any properties you've liked? Let me ask you this. If you found the perfect home, how soon would you like to move in? 
How come you haven't bought anything? What's your price range? Okay, these are probing questions. Have you spoken to a lender? If not, I can get you pre-qualified immediately. Right. These are the things that you want to ask. And now here's the other thing. If you really get a good rapport with the agent, I mean, I'm sorry, with the buyer, schedule an appointment. Right. To meet them the next day. Yeah. Or maybe even after the open house, okay? Get their phone number, ask them the best phone number to, to reach them at and so forth. Now, again, these are just ideas that I would encourage you. I would encourage you to, uh, to really start thinking about when you, when you are going to host a mega open house. It's not that hard. It's not rocket science. Um, there's, as long as you prepare for it, uh, you're going to be fine. Now, everybody asks me, especially the new agents, and I'll, and I'll end on a couple of things. The new agents ask me, well, Derek, I'd like to shadow somebody at an open house. Can I shadow one of our veteran agents at an open house this Sunday? And I tell him, I said, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And you know me with education. Of course, that's to them. To them, that's probably a great way to learn. Here's the thing. What if the agent that you host an open house with isn't doing it right? You just for your entire career just learn the wrong way. So what I would encourage you is rather than learn from one open house this Sunday from one to four by shadowing one agent and getting that one experience that's going to take you four hours, why don't you play buyer for a couple hours and go visit 20 open houses from 20 other realtors? Right. See what they do. Yep. See what marketing material they have. How did they approach you? Study their mannerisms. What kind of food did they have? You're going to see the best, the great, and the ugly. Right at the end of the day, I feel that if you spent four hours doing that, you're going to walk away with some real knowledge on how to do an open house. At the end of the day, I encourage all realtors though, get out there and do it. It's a great opportunity for you once a week, maybe twice, depending on what you want to do with your career to dress up, show up and play realtor for a few hours Mm -hmm. and it gets you in the game. And when you're in the game, you have an opportunity like that rookie agent to put a property for $4 million under contract because Mm. somebody happened to walk in one of the 80% unrepresented and say, I would like to buy this home. Yeah. If you're not in the game, you're not going to be able to give yourself a chance to win. So a couple of things I want to go over 26 realtor open house ideas, rapid fire, select your home based on saleability, location, traffic, curb appeal, condition, style, and area. Pick a date. I would encourage you to pick one at least two weeks out. So you can uh, plan and prepare properly. Pick a partner. If you expect a huge open house, maybe you want to bring another partner in, another Mm -hmm. realtor, sharing the cost and the lead generation uh, funds that may be needed, as well as the day of event. That's gonna. There might be 130 people you got to manage. Yep. Uh, Preview and tour comparable homes. Check price changes, expired listings. Uh, Call the selling agents for details of recent sales. You got to know everything Mm -hmm. about that property. So I'll continue with the summary. Provide some proper food and beverage at the open house. Maybe wine and cheese. Here's the deal. Be smart. If there's a white rug in that property, don't get red wine. And also, <laughs> nobody should be going there to drink hard. Yeah, right? exactly right. This isn't, this isn't a nightclub, <laughs> right? And be careful with all that, obviously. And, and again, we had one agent that was giving out ice cream to kids, dripping all over the floor. Really. Like, be careful. Just be careful. <laughs> you want to make sure you advertise online, obviously. Um, we talked about posting the, the big sign out there six days in advance. Uh, always advertise the start time, but never the finish time. Okay. Never the finish time. Really? Okay. okay. Uh, again, it gives you flexibility where if somebody starts rolling in that, you know, they, they, 
they it's 415 and you happen to be inside, they're not going to feel awkward if you put one to four. Yeah, right. I see what you're saying. They yep. might they might not want to bother you, and that could have been the four million dollar client. Right, right, right. So don't put the end time in there. Uh, we talked about all the other things you want to do a week out. Um, provide open house feedback, please, for the seller. Let them understand what's been going on with their property. Right, critical. Uh, why not offer the host to, uh, to open host an open house for uh, for sale by owner? You can do this for sale by owners. If, so if your company doesn't allow you to host open houses for the other listings already at the company. Maybe start hitting up Fizbo's yeah. and doing it for free for them. There's a whole list of things here, but we pretty much went over it. Um, the big thing is get out there, do these mega open houses, prepare, and again, just do it. This is a great opportunity, especially for new agents, yeah. to be in front of the general public, maybe some nosy neighbors, right. to sell more homes. No, I agree. And, and I think for the one thing that you talked about in the beginning with 66%, two out of three people um, having working with the first realtor they interact with in person for knowing that 80% of the people that walk into these open houses are unrepresented. I mean, I, I think this is a, a great way to set up leads, to capture them live and to have a high percentage of them becoming something more concrete so absolutely you know Derek uh, thanks once again Thank you, for Anthony. your insight here on the lead generation lab podcast the science of real estate agent marketing mm-hmm.